bollocks. Hello and welcome back to episode two of Dracula. Dracula, I am Musha. Only works if we use our real voices to do that. I'm going to stick like this for the whole episode. <laughs> well, it's going to be problematic because I have a character who sounds like that. <laughs> Fine, I'm Marsha. <laughs> and I'm Katie. Um, so, I hope you're all nice and cosy. We are recording in the evening, so it's we dark are. outside. It's been raining today. We are burning a pumpkin spice candle. Katie, why do we have harsh lighting? I don't like it. I'm trapped. You I'm can move. I'm fucking vamp, Katie, vamp. So, apparently when I vamp, I have to speak like this. We're going to be spooky bitches, guys. We'll try it. We're going to get a photo of the setup in here. Anyway. So last episode, we met Jonathan Harker, who had gone to help Count Dracula get his affairs in order before moving to England because he works at, like, a law finance bank yeah, firm thing. Yeah, what does he actually fucking do? I mean, sorry, guys, I'm, like, miles away from the mic. What does he actually fucking do? I, I'm sure it did say, but I feel like... It's just one of those, it's like, I feel like it's the same job that, um, oh, Arthur Kemp has in, um, The Woman, Woman in, in Black. Black. So he's, like, sorting someone's will out, isn't he? He's, like, going through every piece of paper in the house, though, like. Oh, yeah, getting their affairs in order, nice and general, yeah, nice and vague. that's just what they do. Solicitors? Yeah, solicitors, is this what solicitors do? Is anyone listening to solicitors? I learned something. Well done, Katie. I know, it's quite, quite amazing for me. Um, so, lawyer... When you think of lawyer, this is possibly something that everyone else knew and I didn't. Are you going to say barristers and solicitors are different? I knew that, but okay. I thought lawyers were a particular thing. They're not. They're all lawyers. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought lawyers were the people who got up and like, Objection, your honour! Those are barristers in the UK. I don't know about American law if they call them something different. I thought those were solicitors. No, solicitors are like the boring ones, like um, who sort out your paperwork and do like your mortgage. Oh, I thought and you that had kind of like thing. financial solicitors that did that, and then you got the. Solicitors. Oh no, you have like obviously like different areas of solicitors, yeah. but they are all the boring ones are solicitors. No offense. I thought barristers were judges. I mean, no, no, you don't have to be. No, they're the ones in court being like, That's I object. Way cooler. Oh, I know some barristers. Hmm, you know some embarrassments. <laughs> Cool. Oh, yeah. How do you know, guys? I learned even more. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, however, Jonathan quickly realises he is a prisoner and was the victim of many horrors during his time at the castle. Mm. We left him on the brink of escape and insanity. Um, and possibly brink of escape. Spoilers, maybe brink of demise. Oh, my rib. Sorry, rib twinged. Oh, it was on the brink of his escape. He, that's what he, he was aiming to do. I know that's what he was aiming to do, but I don't know if he completed. Well, what I meant was he's on the brink of his escape. As in, because it's all from his point of view, he's writing ah, it. Right. So, like, I am escaping. So, he is mm. on the brink of his escape. What happens after he goes over that parapest, though, is anyone's business? Mm, that parapest is a pesty one. What's it called? Parapet? Is oh, that right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was only like, I read the book or something. <laughs> um, but basically, um, just for a reminder, he's decided to escape the same way Dracula leaves the castle. Not mm. lizard fashion. Not lizard. Um, he he did he did contemplate the head first and thought no that's silly. <laughs> that's silly. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> I'm not a vampire yet. Um, so is that fair when he gets to Nah, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> stupid. Can we just remember for a second in a Jamaica Inn when she was like, "Oh, I'm trapped in a carriage and there's a window. I'll head out arse first." <laughs> That was my favourite. And the guy the just in the dark watching. It's like, I could stop this. I'd rather watch. She fell out arse first. She got injured. I know. But the thing is, in 
she didn't actually head out ass first, guys. She did put her head out first, but she had nothing to grip onto on the roof. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the way it was worded it did make it sound like it made it, it sound like ass first. And also, she just fell out and then just walked over. Like, you look like a right mug. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did get a little. No, she bumped into him. She then walked. He then let her walk towards him. Oh, like, yes. Run towards him and walk into him. Like that was silly, wasn't it? Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna rape you now. Oh yeah. Oh, they always have to ruin it with rape. <laughs> And um, the kidnapping. And the murders. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great night. It was Christmas. Yeah, no. If if it wasn't Christmas, you'd know, be down. No, not really. Anyway. <sighs> Very offended. Anyway, back to this. It's not Christmas. It's um. Halloween. Well, yeah, it's, it's Halloween for us, but in the book it's July. Oh. Mm. Um, don't worry, it's about to get more autumnal. <laughs> um, anyway, so we left him on the brink of his escape. She's looking at her nose, and she has fully adopted what our dad does, that in, like, moments of concentration, she wiggles her glasses. <laughs> I don't like why he does it. That's quite good. <laughs> She's, we've got different methods. We'll do a reel of our That's father's <laughs> glass wiggling techniques. Um, so yeah, on the brink of his um, attempted escape, we'll say, mm. um, where his diary finishes, and we go, we jump back six weeks earlier to some mm. letters between Mina, who is Jonathan's mm. fiance, and her best friend, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Lucy. Yes. Yes. Not yes. Lucy. 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 The letters, sorry. The letters sorry. between the two friends. Are they pleasant? Mina is excited to marry Jonathan. Because remember, it's gone six weeks back, so she only hasn't heard from him for like a week or oh, so. Oh, yeah. So About then, that's pretty standard of you communicating yeah, by so letter. Yeah, she's like, fair enough. Yeah. She's not worried at the moment. I don't even care, mate. I don't even care. Um, so, yeah, Mina is very excited to marry Jonathan, and Lucy tells her she fancies someone Ooh. and hopes he will propose soon. Ooh. Very exciting. And... What? Hello? I farted. Oh, did it make a high-pitched noise? No. It was low. <laughs> Can you look out the window? Is James there? No. I didn't hear anything. I fully heard something. Well, you're crazy. <laughs> Don't you guess like me? I'm scared. <laughs> it's Dracula. <laughs> I fully thought I heard, like, a bang, and then someone goes, ah! No, that was in your head. Oh. Well, scary are the ghosts of this insanity. I'm sure. <laughs> I best wiggle my glasses. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so it's all very exciting. They're very good friends. It's all large jar. And he... Do you know it'd be weird if we listen back to the recording and it's on there? Oh, don't. Oh, scary. Um, hit, and so, anyway, we get our first insight into men writing female characters. Oh, excellent. And they really know nothing about women. Mm. So. But they pretend that they do. Oh, it's just like, it's just like you're getting some fucking digs in, Bram. Like, who fucking hurt you? Jesus. <laughs> so Lucy writes to Mina saying, Here am I, who shall be 20 in September, oh. and yet I never had a proposal till today. Not a real proposal. And today I have had three. Just fancy. Wow. Three proposals in one day. Isn't it awful? Is it? I feel sorry, really and truly sorry, for two of the poor fellows. Oh, Mina, I am so happy that I don't know what to do with myself. And three proposals! But for goodness sake, don't tell any of the other girls, or they would be getting all sorts of extravagant ideas and imagining themselves injured and slighted if in the very first day at home they did not get six at least. Some girls are so vain. You and I, Mina, dear, we are engaged and are going to settle down soon soberly into old married women can despise vanity. Ooh, sorry, it's just such a thing to aspire to. We're going to be old married women. Brilliant, great. Brilliant, great. <laughs> and we can hate other young women. Right. 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 Because 
of course you have to slight other women. Mm. Like, I'm happy I got proposed to, but let's throw in a dick to other women. Yeah. Like, You're single. <laughs> You're single and vain and awful. <laughs> okay. Well, so I don't have to be vain anymore or care about myself. I'm like, a bit I'm ugly. old, I'm fucking ruined. I've been touched by a man, therefore I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. But I get all my validation I need from my husband, so I don't need to care about myself and validate myself anymore. Exactly, because I have him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, can we just remember that if women didn't marry, then they were pretty much destitute, so it was actually kind of a big deal for women to get married, Lucy, mm. so why don't you fuck yourself? Yeah, why don't you fuck yourself, Lucy? Fucking cunt. <laughs> um, it, it just keeps getting worse, talking of the proposals. Mm. Lucy says this as uh, she's going through, because she's very sad that she had to say no to two people. Mm. And I can understand being awkward, being mm. like, oh, I can't believe he asked me. And I was like, oh, sorry, mm. mate. I don't like you that way. Oh. <laughs> I can understand being uncomfortable and sad because yeah. he had to go through something awkward. I get that. I do not, however, mm-hmm. and I think I speak on behalf of all women, understand <laughs> this. Mm. Why can't they let a girl marry three men, or as many as want her, and save all this trouble? What? No. I will just have all the husbands, I don't mind. I don't. If he wants me, then what am I to refuse him but a woman? Barely worth mentioning. What? Have me. Rape me, please. This just really reminds... not to have to say no. This really reminds me of the guy that messaged me on Bumble a little while ago. Ew, yeah. The one that said something along the lines of... Um, that he wanted like some casual and regular fun and I never replied. And then he was like, oh, sorry, I think, you know, might have gotten some wires crossed kind of vibe. He was like, what I mean is um, in my last two relationships, I had um, no or hardly any really boring sex. And I just don't want that to happen again this time. And how embarrassing. How embarrassing. You. So obviously I replied with, uh, you're the common denominator there, mate. <laughs> how embarrassing. And uh, it's very rude and insulting and pressurising to start off with, I need good and regular sex. Um, also, so, like, I'm sorry, is your penis, like, you've already said that your penis is not worth it. Yeah, so, so literally You fuck, fuck yourself, off. honey, and have yeah. a boring shit time. Yeah, and then so I was like, so um, think about how you view women and what you actually have to offer and a match when you read this. But that's basically, I was like, what does he think he's going to get from that? Either like oh she's gonna get one up on my exes that's what she'll like like let me beat this ex that was so shit in bed because like, I'm competitive oh, against women literally or oh my god let me on that dick I want any dick that's <laughs> like, just embarrassing like, how embarrassing how embarrassing <laughs> what embarrassing <laughs> yeah so that but that is like literally this our angle like all women are in competition with other women so if I say the other women were shit she'll want to prove herself that she's really? not shit and or she'll that, just fucking love a dick and like this yeah the only thing a woman, that drives women mm. is Men like me. Men like me. Mm. Men like me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, if she really thought that, then she probably would have still said, yeah, all right, then to these other guys. Because yeah. these guys proposed to her first. It's because she's holding out for the other one that she actually likes. So yeah. she doesn't like them like that. Yeah, but so, like, oh, I wish I could marry them all. Like, Why if, fucking didn't but you? She's friends with them. Like, if your mate was like, I really like you as more than a friend... And you wouldn't be like, oh, I just wish I could um, have say yes to him because, you know, I don't care about love and whatnot. You'd be like... Oh, I really wish we could enter into a really fucking awkward, atrocious marriage. Oh, I wish! You'd just be like, well, no, mate, because I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. That's fucking awful. You're great! Yeah. But not like that. Yeah, as a mate, mate. Yeah. God. Anyway. So, yeah, we can establish thought no woman ever. Mm. Um, But, yeah, just disgusting. Um, And it gets even worse. So... Are you ready for the best name in the entire series? Yeah. So, she's writing about one of the unsuccessful proposals from an American man <gasps> who's quite a he's quite a good catch. <laughs> he's um, Australian. <laughs> his name is Quincy Morris. Quincy. Oh, Quincy. So you have to do it like this. 
Quincy. <laughs> Quincy Morris. Quincy Morris. No, I know he's meant to probably like be cool. I'm like, hey, I'm Quincy Morris. But in reality, he looks like Lee Evans. He's got his glasses. I was like, hello, I'm Quincy Morris. It's disgusting. It's the worst <laughs> name. Quincy Morris. Who looks at a baby and goes, ah, yes. Quincy. Quincy. Is his uh, name Quince and he just nicks names? I don't know. I don't know. Both are awful. Both. Anyway, I'd say the name alone is a big enough ick, but mm. he calls her Little Girl. Ah, what? Little Girl, will you ride my dick? Essentially, forever. Little girl, you're on it. So she's just said no to him, but she's been like, I'm really sorry, but no. Uh, little girl, your honesty and pluck have made me a friend. And that's rarer than a lover. It's more unselfish anyhow. My dear, I'm going to have a pretty lonely walk back this, to this kingdom come. Won't you give me one kiss? No. It'll be something to keep off the darkness now and then. You can, you know, if you like. For that other good fellow, he must be a good fellow, my dear. And a fine fellow, or you could not love him. That quite won me, Mina, but it was brave and sweet of him, and noble too, to a rival. So Wasn't sorry. It? No. No. Did did she say I'm saying no because I fancy someone else? Yeah. Okay, cool. Otherwise he's like presumed. I was gonna say like, must be some lucky fella out there. Like, she might have just not liked you, mate. Yeah. But no. fair enough if she said she liked someone else. No. Um but yeah, uh very noble of him. He asked you for a smog. That's not noble. That's like, not fucking noble. It's the opposite. Like, no, I, I like someone else. Can I have one kiss? No. no because I like someone else. Did she that. give him a kiss? And he, so sad, so I leant over and kissed him. You fucking slut. <laughs> you whore, Lucy. <laughs> he stood up with my two hands in his, and as he looked down into my face, I'm afraid I was blushing very much. Don't like Arthur that much, do you? No. Um... <laughs> He said, little girl, Ugh. I hold your hand and you've kissed me. And if these things don't and make us... And now we're as good as married. And if these things don't make us friends, nothing else will. What? Because everyone knows that the true way to see out a friendship is with a snog. Yeah, I don't think I... Well, I know I've not snogged any of my friends. No. Oh, maybe one. Well, you know, they, you don't have any friends, do you? Yeah. <laughs> How else do you get a knife? Yeah, there you go, there you go. Oh, no, is it that moment sort of like... We've held hands, you've kissed me, and uh, I think it's clear to say we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Wow. Blood-dodged. Thank you for your sweet honesty to me, and goodbye. He wrung my hand. No, he fully got the egg, didn't he? Yeah! He's like, you're gross. You just kissed me, and uh, I think it's safe to say we are friends. (laughs) Would it kill you to floss every now and then, Lucy? Goodbye. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he wrung my hand and taking up his hat went straight out of the room without looking back. Yeah, because you're minging me. <laughs> yeah. Without a tear or a quiver or pause, I'm crying like a baby. Oh, why must a man like that be made unhappy when there are lots of girls about who would worship the very ground he trod on? He seemed fucking fine, babe. He was fine. And also, worship the fucking ground he stood on? Yeah. I really like my boyfriend. <laughs> I love him. I fucking worship the ground he walks on. No, no. It's well, dirty. No. It's dirty. Bit of a knob. <laughs> I just his feet I ain't worship the Yeah, it's hey. disgusting. Yeah. It's just this idea of worship. I think yeah, it's no. so fucking gross. It's like, you can love someone fully. I don't worship it's them. It's a partnership. They're it's not a, a fucking deity. Literally, it's like, he's not my fucking senpai, honey. Yeah. We're equal. Not heard that word in a long time. Um, nice use of it. Well done. Hello. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, disgusting. So mm. yeah, 
That'd be how it tootles on with these two. Mm. Um, we now go off to another diary um, from a Dr. Seward, who was the other unsuccessful... Seward? Like Stuart, but without the T? Yeah. Gross <laughs> name. <laughs> I just think of Seward. Yeah. Um, Dr. Seward, who was the other unsuccessful proposer to Lucy. Okay. Um, also, it's worth noting that Seward, uh, Quincy Morris, and the guy who she actually accepts and fancies, Arthur, mm. are all busy mates. Oh, that is awkward. It is. I haven't really put it in it because it's just like a letter from one of them to the other. Yeah. Um, I think it's from I think it's from Quincy Morris to uh-huh. the other two, and he's like, "Look, guys, I realize we've all proposed to the same girl. Obviously, Oops. Arthur's got her, but I don't want this to come to be another of our friendship. Do you mind if we all just meet up for a dinner and just yeah. to congratulate Arthur?" And they do, and like, I mean, like I said, Quincy seems to have been got the ick from her kids yeah, so he's yeah. moved on Seward is still like I do still love her yeah but, awkward but he's more like he's he's completely accepted he's like I get it like it's fine you guys are together I'm really happy for you I just still have feelings that I haven't quite dealt with yet yeah 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 and he, so he is completely chill with it so you know respect. you know watch, watch your back <laughs> watch your back buddy no he's like no it's fine I know she loves you and I know you love her and you're I'm really happy for you well, I'm just saying that if you died I would move in yeah <laughs> um so watch out <clears throat> but yeah so they're chill Anyway, so he works in a mental institute. In his diary, he talks about one of the inmates who eats flies. Oh, like catches them and eats them or just finds dead ones? Catches them. I mean, that is a little impressive. He he likes to have sugar to tempt them. Oh, so he makes a kind of syrup and maybe they get stuck in it. Less impressive. I want him to catch them out the middle. Probably does that as well. Um... You can do that at the end of the summer with mum and dad's flies. It's not like they're their pets. Disgusting. <laughs> they live in farming country. They get a lot of flies. They do. It's just... And at the end of the summer, they get real drowsy. <laughs> you can pick them out the air. So gross. Um, so that's nice. Mm. Just, he has some weird... Dr. Seward is a good guy, but I think it's just like the time period. So every now and then he's just sort of like... The inmate, it's really weird and kind of like sometimes refers to him as like his lord and saviour and god. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, that's your script. And you're like, you're weird. Mm. Um, but anyway, mm. he is actually a good guy. Mm. Now on to Mina's diary. So Mina, for just to recap, is Jonathan's betrothed. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's gone to visit Lucy and is staying with her at Whitby on the coast, hmm. along with Lucy's mother. And everyone is just besotted with how lovely and beautiful Lucy is. Like, Mina is a lesbian I'm just saying mm-hmm. like well, well bye you know actually because yeah. she does love Jonathan but my god she fancies the fucking pants off of Lucy like and I could see that being proposed to Arthur had just made her bloom her Ooh. cheeks blossoming and her golden hair oh dark hair one of the two no dark hair her dark hair glowing as it flowed over her shoulders. She mm. wore her pretty white dress. Ooh. Oh, she looked at pictures. All right, Mina. Listen, his towel. Wipe yourself up, Jesus. <laughs> making a puddle, Mina. Yeah, calm down. He's trying to have a party here. You, you know, really, it's, you're making it fucking weird. Just, just stop. You're leaking everywhere. <laughs> Lactating almost. Disgusting. It's disgusting, Mina. Yeah, fucking rude. At least fucking ask her out. Yeah, I'll ask Jesus. her out for you. <laughs> It's embarrassing. Anyway. Ask her out. She's not your cousin. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Say something. Anything. <laughs> so they have many a little picnic outing um, where the old, old men sailors come and like sit with them and croon over them. And obviously they love this, which is fucking. They, like, what? Genu- 
Because, yeah, they come and sit and they're like, Oh, you pretty thing, I remember when I was young and I'd have a girl like you. You're so yummy. And you're like, yeah. and it's genuinely written like, Oh, it's a lovely, sweet old man. Like, no, no it's fucking leery and disgusting. It's so gross. Got a hole in his boat and send it back to sea. Yeah, and then one of them tells her like this really in-depth, really long, weird story being like, you see that grave there that you like to sit next to? Because it has <laughs> like, a nice fair, like, Look, I'm going to come in and tell you something because I think you're weird because you like to sit by a grave. So just remember that. <laughs> no, there's like a nice graveyard with a nice bench in it and that's where they like to go for picnics because it overlooks the sea. Okay, that sounds like us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, you know that grave you like to sit next to? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know how it says he was he died at sea, sat like passed away and his mother always like um, missed him. And she's like, yeah, it's a sweet sentiment. He's like, uh, yeah, him and his mother hated each other, like, to the point that they couldn't, like, they, he killed her and then shot himself. And she's like, oh, you've ruined that! And he was like, sorry. So, yeah, but lol, that shouldn't be on the fucking grave. That's not what he would have wanted. Yeah, funny. Did I um, tell you about the mother and son in Bravissimo the other day? Ew, no, what? Ew, no, what? <laughs> tell me. So, you can't uh, go brush with your fucking son! Why? So, um, I wasn't, I didn't meet either of them, but one of my colleagues came up and she was like, there's like this, um, older woman with the man like obviously the man's in like well the man was just like hovering on the shop floor i did see him um and she was like and i can't work out what the dynamic how is how much older because it's like an old lady it's like i had to take my mom brush no no 80, no like enough. he was probably mid 30s and i never saw her but um let's say 60s or something she's yeah. not old old um and um, she was like i'm trying to work out what the dynamic is here and she came back a bit later and she was like it's her son. And I was like, oh, okay, well, because um, I was, to be fair, I was like, no, cougar, fair enough. Um, and um, then she came back and she was like, he bought the bras for her. And I was like, weird. So he bought his mother's underwear. And no. then he started saying like, because sometimes fits take a little while. Um, and he was like, oh, the mum was like, oh, isn't he a good boy? He's a good son, isn't he? Yeah. And um, he was like, I'm the best son. He was like, I've been waiting for ages. My phone's only on 3%. So I couldn't even go on TikTok to keep myself entertained. And what on earth would I look at whilst waiting in a shop like this? Sort of like indicating, so making it sexual. I have no words. I have no fucking words. I have no words. Or is this a podcast? I'm just sat here with my mouth open, like, that's shocking. That's shocking behaviour. <laughs> I feel like the elf, like, that's shocking. <laughs> it's just, that's fucking weird. I don't care if you're in there with your fucking girlfriend, you don't make that joke. It's fucking no, weird. Fucking weird. You don't, mate. Sorry, they're going to go home and try that out. That underwear out together. Yeah. That's a, that is a relationship where you fuck your son. Yeah, they are fucking. They are fucking. 100%. Yeah, fucking. Mate. Mate. It's dirty. That's dirty. That's dirty. Why would you buy your mother? I walked past him as well. He wasn't a bad looking lad. There is no reason to be buying your mother underwear. No. I don't know what bra she got. That is um, one thing I would like to know. We need to know if it's like a granny comfy bra or if it's a sexy bra. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, either way, it's unacceptable, but one's worse Mm. than the other. Yeah, one is a lot worse than the (laughs) other. Can you imagine if you Buying your mother's bras, even if they're functional. Nah. No. Nah. I mean, they are no. expensive, but nah. Then you get her a fucking voucher. Don't go to the shop with her. Oh, disgusting. And also, just to the point you'd have to be at, like, Mum, I think you need a decent bra. <laughs> I mean, also, like, what do you want for Christmas, Mum? A bra. That is on you. I can give you 30 quid. Yeah. Like, that is, that is at the end of that conversation. And that is weird. No, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> and that is where we stop talking. No. <laughs> What would talk- I look at in a shop like this? Your mum? Uh, your mum, apparently. Can you imagine? 
No. I was saying that I didn't fit her because I've got no fucking poker face. No. Your mum? Your mum? <laughs> I fucking weird. Don't mind you, sir. <laughs> anyway, from one horror to another. That's, sh- that's shocking. <laughs> so, Mina says she's practising giving as much detail as possible um, with her diary entries. Mm. And she really doesn't hold back. Oh, Mina. Every cliff face, every way, <laughs> every sunny or shady fucking spot is described. Mm. I mean, it sounds lovely, but did we really need a word? Did we need Anyway, an exciting event does take place um, not long after her arrival, where a storm is blowing and a ship from Russia can be seen bobbing about, making its way in despite the rocks and storm blowing it all over the place. The villagers run to the cliffs with torches and lanterns to try and light a safe path for the ship. But the wind be blowing crazy. They don't know what they, they don't know what they can do. Oh, page, right, but there's not much they can do. I'm scared. So a page from the paper is um, posted into Mina's diary. There was, of course, a considerable concussion as the vessel drove up the sand heap. Every spar, rope, and stay was strained, and some of the top hammer came crashing down, so it was crashed into the um, mm. cliff face and onto the beach. But strangest of all, the very instant the shore was touched, an immense dog sprang up on deck from below, oh. as if shot out by the concussion, and running forward, jumped from the bow onto the sand, making straight for the steep cliff where the churchyard hangs over the laneway to the east pier, so steeply that some of the flat tombstones roughsteins or oh. throw stones oh. fun fun as they call them in whitby um, vernacular jesus and, whatever your name is i know <laughs> actually project over the over where the sustaining cliff has fallen away it disappeared into the darkness so seems... if the tombstones are projecting over the bodies are going to be porking out i guess they're old tombstones last longer than bodies don't they a bit but when uh, a tree uproots graves, you get skeletons in the roots. Excellent. Maybe there's a couple of bones poking out. It's a creepy mm. place. Mm. Um, That'd be fucking horrendous. Just a rib cage. Ugh. A spine. Ugh. Cool but gross. Cool but gross. Cool but gross. Um, it disappeared into the darkness, which seemed intensified just beyond the focus of the searchlight. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Gets creepier. When they go on board the ship, they find it almost deserted except for a small amount of cargo and something else. Oh, is it Dracula's box? No, he's in thingy. He could be both. He could be everywhere. He's magic. By the courtesy of the chief boatman, I was, as your correspondent, permitted to climb on deck and was one of a small group who saw the dead seaman whilst actually lashed to the wheel. The man was simply fastened by his hands, tied one over the other to a spoke of the wheel. Between the inner hand and the wood was a crucifix, the set of beads on which it um, was fastened being around both wrists and wheel and all kept fast by the binding cords. The poor fellow must have been seated at one time, but the flapping and buffeting of the sails had worked through the rudder of the wheel and dragged him to and fro so that the cords with which he was tied had cut the flesh to the bone. Oh, what a thing to find! What a thing to find! What a thing to find! Oh, that well, it takes ghost ship to a new meaning, doesn't it? Well, the same meaning. It illustrates the saying "ghost ship." It the does. It does. I don't fucking know. It's spooky, all right, guys. Creepy. Imagine finding that fucking blowing around on a ghost ship mm. at night in a storm. Horrific. Horrific. And there's a fucking mad dog somewhere. Like, are we all okay? I mean, after the mad dog escapade, I don't really know why they got on the boat. If I'm honest. Hmm. who knows where the dog came from mm. anyway they find a note in a bottle stuffed into the dead man's chest pocket oh, brilliant. inside are diary entries which detail how members of the crew were disappearing and Ooh. there was talk of a demon on board the ship 
Um, so the captain, who's the man who's lashed to the front, yeah. um, and his first mate... Oh, the captain, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Um, poo-poo the whole thing. As, but as more and more crew members disappear, they search the whole ship but find nothing. And no one sees the people who disappear either. There's just like, they go off a night's watch. People are refusing to go on night's watch alone. But the second, like, you know, someone turns away... They're gone. Ooh. So like, what the fuck? What the fuck, And bro? they're like, there's a madman hidden on board and he's taking us off one by one. Mm. And there's like, there's not enough time to get to land. Like, because each night someone else is going and obviously with less people to man the ship. Um, the captain starts to grow suspicious that his first mate could be the madman behind this. And they're sort of sticking together, but he's getting more and more suspicious. And you can kind of see that his mind is starting to unhinge itself because he's getting more Ooh. and more freaked out. And I'm going night, insane. And then one night, his um, first mate disappears as well. So it's it was just... my mate. He was my mate. So he, terrified of um, being like caught, or you know, he at this point he's like, "Am, am, am I the drama? <laughs> am I, I doing it? I don't think I'm the drama. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, yeah, sure. Did I kill that guy? Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck." Mm. So he lashes himself to the front, and he's like, "Goodbye, world," because I can't. He's like, oh, "I'm dead man either way," because either. Either I'm the crazy one mm. um, and I have no power to steer the ship on my own into port mm-hmm. um, or there's someone on board. Mm. He I'll tied pray. himself to the wheel. Yeah, like I say, his mind was going at this point. No, but I'm just like, cause was he tied well? Because if I tie myself to anything, I can well, untie myself. Well, he was tied myself. well enough that the blowing and pushing made it, rather than just undoing, cut the fucking bone. I mean, he is a nautical man. He can do a good knot. He's a nautical man, Marta. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to tie a good knot. But he also knows. So all I'm saying is if I've tied myself, I can untie myself. Yeah, but he's also insane. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. Knowledge and insanity. You can't fuck with it. You can't fuck with it. Um, and as they say, a good captain always goes down with his ship. Uh, yep, the same yep. can't be said for the ship, though. He died and the ship was all right, so uh, ships are fickle. Oh, ships are fucking fickle. I mean, Friendship, relationship, get fucked. Fickle shit. Fickle shit. So, back to Mina. By this point, she is starting to get a bit nervous and anxious about not having heard anything from Jonathan for weeks now. Ooh. Ooh. It's been a while. I know that we have to, like, you know reapply that to old times and letters and stuff but when you hear weeks you're like fucking what oh yeah like you know it will take a while i know (laughs) um however meanie's got other things to worry about much closer to home Mm. lucy lucy so lucy ever since the um mysterious crashing and the dog ran off into night which instantly no one could find because some people went looking to be like yeah pop 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 (laughs) <laughs> um, would you want to be my puppy? Exactly what I yeah. would do. Yeah. Um, Can I have find... a dog? Can I have a dog? Um, they couldn't find it. Sorry, apology gu- apologies, guys. I keep talking this weird Australian <laughs> accent. It just seems to be sticking. We've been in it all day. I will try and shake it. I will try. Shake it off. <laughs> um, but they have noticed that some like of the local farmers' sheep and stuff have been bitten. Ooh. But they don't um, possibly buy a wild dog. But And they're now flying around and they're scared of the garlic crop. <laughs> 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 um, but it seems like you know it's more like they've been, had the blood drained from them, which oh, is weird. Oh yeah, you know? doggy ain't doing that. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. That's weird. That's strange. Um, on top of <clears throat> so Lucy's begun to sleepwalk up since this. Oh, 
Fair enough. Getting up in the night and trying to open the windows or go downstairs. Um, and obviously, this really worries Mina because what if someone saw her in her nightdress? Oh my God. Well, hopefully it's a nice fleecy one like we saw at the garden centre today. Hopefully. Um, no, it's what if a man saw her? She's betrayed. What a mm. whore. Huh. Um, so um, looking, and she's starting to look more and more pale and thin as the days go on as well. Mm. So she's like, you're right, mate. Um, on top of this, Lucy's you're looking mom. a lot less glowy since when you got engaged. You're looking mangang. Mangang. On top of this, Lucy's mother, in true Victorian fashion, tells Mina that she will die soon as her heart is weak and the slightest shock might set her off. What? Lucy might die soon? No, Lucy's mum. Oh, Lucy's mum. Ah, uh, Lucy's mum. Watch out for her then. Genuine question. Is mm. that a thing? They're genuinely like, we can't worry her because it might kill her. Well, with animals, um, if they like hate going to the vet, it can it can kill them through stress. God, what's what's stressful? Yeah. Anyway, so Lucy, if you get towards the end of an animal's life like that, there's a real like toss up of like, well, if we take them to the vet, probably die. <laughs> but um, you know, so do we kind of do what we can at home, or do we try taking them to the vet? So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh dear. Oh dear. I, I, I would not like to uh, be involved in that. Yeah. Can you imagine if you didn't hear that Lucy's mum would, would die as like a shock and you hid behind someone? <gasps> Boom! Boo! Oh, like, oh, it was you. I'm sorry. Like, uh, she, she was like that when I got here. <laughs> I can honestly, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, so anyway, uh, Mina's got a lot of burden on her shoulders because... She, um, a lot of bird on her shoulders? Burden. Okay. <laughs> Lucy, like, by the by, she likes birds. Lucy's mum's like, please don't tell Lucy, you'll only upset her. Oh, yeah. Um, I said, like, why'd you fucking tell me? Yeah. Um, why do we have to tell anyone? Shut up. Yeah, just die quietly. Yeah. Um, so Lucy now, so, sorry, Mina now can't tell Lucy's mum about Lucy sleepwalking because she's like, oh, no, I'm fucking scared of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not feeling very support, very much support for dear Mina. Yeah, no, fully. Mm. Um, but Lucy starts to get more and more adventurous with her Ooh. nighttime wanderings. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. So, Mina, uh, Mina's diary entry is dated the 11th of August at 3am. So, Ooh. bearing on the mind the le- last letter that they would have received from Jonathan was like the... So in January? Oh, not January, July. July, yeah. It's like, I want to say 19th of July off the top of my head, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's been almost a month since she's heard from Jonathan. <sighs> yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time, Mina. Um, yeah. No sleep now. Oh, so, um, so, yeah, this is dated at 3 a.m. as well. No sleep now. Um, so I may as well write. No sleep now. Lucy just tried it on with me. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I kind of liked it. Um, <laughs> no you... sleep now. I just fucked Lucy. I got some thinking to do. <laughs> some thinking to do. <laughs> um, I'm too agitated to sleep. We have had such an adventure, such an agonizing experience. No, she had woken to um, so she had woken up to find the room empty, no Lucy. Ooh. So jumping up, she quickly began to look around her. Lucy's clothes and shoes were still there, so wherever she'd gone, she'd gone in her night dress. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Mila pulls on a shoe, um, on a shawl and some boots, and runs downstairs. Still no sign of Lucy in the house, mm. and the front door was open. <gasps> Lucy, you've not only taken yourself on the walk, you've put Mina at risk. What if a burglar came in? What if a man saw her in her nightdress? Yeah, but you were running off because you're sleep running or whatever, and he's like, I'll finish off with Mina. Mm. Think about your sleepy actions. You've got your dying mother upstairs. She gets a shock, she dies. Oh, yeah, she dies, Lucy. God, I know you don't know that, but... Still. I think we should... No consideration. No consideration. I think we need to double lock that front door. No consideration. No consideration at all. No Mina looks at the front door. No consideration. No consideration at all. Rude. Rude, Lucy. Come back in. So creeping out into the dark, Mina begins to search. The clock was striking one as um 
as I was in the crescent, and there was not a soul in sight. I ran along the north terrace, but could see no sign of the white figure which I expected. At the edge of the west cliff, above the pier, I looked across into the harbour to the east cliff, in the hope or fear, I don't know which, of seeing Lucy in our favourite seat. So the one by the graves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. She's going to be in a white, white dress. As white, yeah. white dress, white night dress as I well. I know, so creepy. And she's got long dark hair. Oh no, let her die. Let her die. Um, just because she looks like the ring girl, nothing against dark hair in general. Mm. Um, for anyone being like, what the fuck? It's dark hair and white night dresses. You can wear them together. Long dark hair as well. Yeah. That is the ring girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeet her off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Um, there was a bright full moon with heavy black drifting clouds, um, which threw the whole scene into a fleeting di- diorama of light and shade as this they is sailed diorama, across. not diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. Lucy! <laughs> Lucy, fuck's sake! That's disgusting! <laughs> um, for a moment or two, I could see nothing as the shadows of a cloud obscured St. Mary's Church and all around it. Then, as the cloud passed... I could see the ruins of the abbey coming into view, and as the edge of a narrow band of light, as sharp as the sword cut, moved along, Jesus Christ, mm. um, in the church, and the churchyard began, it became gradually visible. Whatever my expectation was, it was not disappointed, for there, on our favourite seat, the silver light of the moon struck a half-reclining figure, snowy white. The coming of the cloud was too quick for me um, to see much, for a shadow shut down on, on light almost immediately, but it seemed to me as though something dark stood behind the seat where the white figure shone and bent over it. What it was, whether man or beast, I could not tell. I did not wait to catch another glance, but flew down the steep, steep steps to the pier. Mm. Um, when I got almost to the top, sorry, flew down the steps. When I got almost to the top, you flew up the steps. I'll think you'll find uh, yeah. Stocker. You want to fucking go, mate? <laughs> want to um, proofread it, bro? Want to fucking proofread your own fucking work? Why don't you proofread it before you put the notes together? Why are you fucking die? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you fucking fuck yourself? I didn't fucking... I did write the notes, but I didn't write that. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. You should do better. Check mm, yourself. When I got almost to the top, I could see the seat and the white figure, for I was now close enough to distinguish mm. it even through the spell of shadows. There was undoubtedly something long and black bending over the half-reclining white figure. I called Ooh. in fright, Lucy! Lucy! And something raised a head. And from Ooh. where I could... Sorry, was, raised a head, just picked one up. Ah! <laughs> Lucy's head, just body just falls away. <laughs> yeah. Ah! No, Lucy's alive, guys. Um, <laughs> and something raised a head from where I was. I could see. I could only see a white face and red, gleaming eyes. Ooh. Lucy did not answer, and I ran on. And I ran on to the entrance of the churchyard. As I entered, the church was between me and the seat, and for a moment or so, I lost sight of her. When I came in view again, the cloud had passed, and the moonlight struck so brilliantly that I could see Lucy half reclining, with her head lying over the back of the seat. She was quite alone, and there was no sign of any living thing about. Mm. I thought at first when she was like around four that she was going to launch herself at like this scary figure and I was like that is a good mate that is a good mate well, I think f- she might have done she was running to them she was like I'm going to fuck you up mate put Lucy like, down that's my friend <laughs> I <laughs> love her that's my friend who I have complicated sexual feelings towards get off I'll have to share a bed with her every night it's difficult <laughs> I kind of like it anyway she's mine she's mine Anyway, so Mina manages to wake Lucy up, and she's very out of it, very groggy and everything. Mm. Um, and she get, and she so Lucy gives her boots and the shawl because she's absolutely freezing, so mm. she's been outside for a little while. Mm. Um, and they start, to, and she starts to help her home. Lucy is still half asleep, but tries to insist that Mina at least take her boots back, but but Mina refuses. Um, and now I have a little quote for you. She stopped and wanted to insist upon my taking my shoes, but I would not. 
However, when we got to the pathway outside the church where, um, where there was a puddle of water remaining from the storm, I daubed my feet with mud, using each foot to turn on the other, so that as we went home, no one, in case we should meet anyone, should notice my bare feet. What? I thought this was for warmth or something as she was doing this, or like, I don't know, something like that, you know? Like, a bit of, maybe the stones were sure sharp, so she's um, like, okay. at least if I get mud on my feet, they'll be softer, but she's like, no, no, I'm see my bare feet! I'm trying... If, you know, let's say feet is the same as breasts. Say you were wearing a jumper, you came out and I was in a really bad way and I was freezing and you were like, you can have my jumper. But I'm not wearing anything underneath. Yeah, (laughs) you took me back. Would you be tempted walking through Farnham High Street to put some mud on your tits? Well, it's not going to make any fucking difference, is it? I mean, you can still see it's a tit. A bare tit now with mud on it. fucking insane. No, you're trying to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And also... I'm, no, I mean, you'd look insane if you were covered in mud. That's what I mean. You'd be like, well... Because the other thing you can explain, like, look, my mate was ill and I had to run yeah. after her and I had... This is all I had and I wasn't... I wasn't <laughs> and she's like, freezing. Get out of my way and call an ambulance. Yeah, it's like, no. They're like, why did you stop to put mud on your tits? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> Admittedly, that's weird. <laughs> I just imagine the moment as you start doing it, like, nah, stupid, stupid... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is bad idea. Let's just go. It's also the detail. Like I used each foot, turning the two. Yeah. Put on the other. Like you put effort into that. But yeah. you see, it's freezing. Yeah, get her fucking home, you can. She's also being weird. Also, um, a detail. She pins the um the cloak round Lucy to like yeah. keep her or keep it on her because Lucy's all floaty, so she's yeah. like hold on. But yeah. <laughs> um, that is relevant. That's not okay. Not I was annoying. like. Cool. <laughs> I will explain later. Um, I just, um, but yeah, I just thought it was just a bit fucking weird. Yeah, um, that is weird. So the next morning, I realised I haven't put in those, so I'll just tell you about them because it is important. Uh, Lucy is not alright. She is ill. She's mm. very pale, very like mm. the classic signs of what you describe as very anemic. Like mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. not alright and she's very languid. Oh, nice Lucy's word. Languid. Um and. Mina's a bit like, oh shit, I think I stabbed her a little bit in the neck with the pin because she's got two little pin pricks on her neck. You'd feel so bad, like, shit, sorry, bro. Yeah, and she's like, sorry. Because mm. um, she's like, I must have like scratched her with the pin. Like, because she's got like what this describes yeah. describes like, two pin pricks on her neck. She's like, I mean, they're only tiny, but so hopefully they'll heal up. But yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, she was really bad about that. I mean, you would, you stabbed your mate in the neck. Yeah. Or did you? Or did you? Um, but yeah, over mm. the next few weeks, Mina still hasn't heard anything from Jonathan. So it's been a long I know time. he's actually, he can't, but I still feel it's rude of him. <laughs> Marsha, that man is doing everything in his power to get home to her. Well, I don't like the fact Mina's he waiting. Could be dead. I know it's not his fault, but I don't like Mina waiting. What? He could be dead. Well, he better bloody be. <laughs> Thing she could you have stuff. tried harder i was dead well you know fuck you well you know you well it's clear you what your priorities you are you visited as a ghost i mean a ghost unreal but how are we having this conversation yeah you went insane uh, ah well, you, well if you're gonna use facts if you're going to use logic jonathan i can't have a conversation with you yeah goodbye anyway so she still doesn't have a minute and she is starting to fucking fret at this point <laughs> and i know it's a different time like period like we were saying earlier but can you imagine not hearing someone like nothing for months? Like so, I months. feel like we need to amp this up. So in this, it's like six months not hearing from someone. Yeah, we couldn't work out which way to go. I was like, it's either six months, six hours. 
I haven't heard from him in six hours. I'm going out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, mm, which is like <laughs> six months. It's like not hearing from them for six months. And nothing. Not like yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Complete boom. Boom. Like, admittedly, in this day and age, you'd be like, well, they haven't been on Facebook for six months, so they're dead. Um, yeah. I appreciate she doesn't have that, but... Yeah. Still, you'd be like, nah, Just, they are There dead. are people who aren't on social media. That's true. Yeah. Mm. That's selfish. I know. Let me stalk you. I'm not even that. I'm like, I'm sorry. If you don't respond to me for a few hours, how am I meant to see if you're ignoring me? Yeah. Which is fine, because we've all got our own business going on. Or if you're dead. Yeah. Because things are like, so-and-so has not been active for 16 hours. Mm. Did you die? Did you die, though? Sometimes James is like that, because he'll like have not have been on um, Facebook or whatever in the evening and then he'll go to work and he won't have been in and then I'll be like send a message like sorry mate did you die did you die though you're right when do I get my inheritance <laughs> what money you got <laughs> um, but yes yeah, she's panicking anyway so she hasn't heard from Jonathan in a while and she's getting very very nervous about it all um, and yeah as we know Victorian women are dangerous so Lucy's just fading away and becoming very very languid mm-hmm. um, so Finally, on the nineteenth, she's 19th... fading like a bit of rice paper in water. She do be that exactly mm. what they do. Finally, on the nineteenth of August, Mina hears news of Jonathan. Ooh! A letter from a hospital. <gasps> Dear Madam, I write by desire of Mister Jonathan Harker, who is himself not strong enough to write, though progressing well, thanks to God and Saint Joseph and Saint Mary. Stop it? listing fucking saints. What's wrong with my husband? Yeah. Um, he has been under our care for nearly six weeks, suffering from a violent brain fever. Ooh, he wishes ooh. me to convey his love and to say that by this post, I write for him to Mr. Peter Hawkins, Exeter, to say with his dutiful respect that he is sorry for the, his delay and that all of his work is completed. No, no, sorry. The first message in your letter is to your fucking boss about the state of the project. Yeah, fuck you, Jonathan. Fuck you, Jonathan. Fuck Jonathan. you. Fuck you. It doesn't even say anything to you, her. Other <gasps> than this is... He will require some few weeks rest in our um, sanitarium in the hills, but will then return. Fuck you, John. And also, this has come to Mina, so is it like... No, this was sent to Mr. Hawkins, his employer, who then forwarded it on to Mina. Fuck you, Jonathan. Fuck you. You fucking cunt. The only thing I will say in Jonathan's defence, and I'm not even sure it's true, Mm. Mina's moving around a bit, so she's gone to stay with um, Lucy. Mm. So the only thing could be, it's like, where do we send it? send it to my employer I know where he is like he well, might well then at least not... include her in the letter lol joke tell Mina I'm okay she's moving about so I don't know where she is the weird thing is it's addressed to dear madam so it isn't this letter is for Mina so it's like it's gone it to, he had to send it to his employer to get it to Mina which I'll accept that he didn't know where Mina was but then exactly. when it gets to me like this is from Jonathan to you like oh it's a message for you <laughs> <laughs> to be fair they said he had a brain fever like damn that man confused <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who lives? Confused <laughs> Um, Well, ain't that just the bestest news you ever did here? Yeah. yeah. Be nice if you said I loved you. Yeah. Anything? anything? No, yeah. the only mention is, dear madam. And <laughs> then it's just, all right, Peter, I've did the work. I'm sorry I'm a bit slow. Like, yeah. Fuck you, Jonathan. You suck. Fuck you. Um, Ma- my friend Mary, um, mm. Mina, is delighted. Um, mm. And she packs up immediately to go and look after him. Mm-hmm. Um... So while all this has been going on, we've had little snippets of Dr. Seward's diary entries about his study of the um, patient who eats flies, who was called Renfield. Uh. Um, 
and he hadn't so yeah he had an obsession with his pets so he caught lots of flies and was eating them but then he started to gather loads of them to the point where other prisoners were like can you please do something about the fucking fly man (laughs) the other prisoners were like well you know if you're this obsessed with them they gotta be kind of good can i try one (laughs) no he's not just eating he's not eating them now he's just gathering them like yeah. them. like you got loads in there spare some <laughs> we're dying <laughs> um but yeah it starts to become a problem but renfield has a solution to the problem mm-hmm. spiders soon no all oh my the flies are gone and he's got lots of spiders i want to cry to I want... handle this he introduces birds which he catches through the window sorry why is this there was an old woman who swallowed a fucking spider <laughs> Was it a, there was a man who caught lots of spiders. I don't know why he caught God lots of spiders. Please let him die. <laughs> Shouldn't kill mad people. Renfield's creepy though. Um, Sorry, what fucking doctor is this? Like, we need spiders he's not okay. giving them to them oh so this is your own guy's solution yeah oh sorry that was the doctor's no doctor sue is just observing he's like and now he's got lots of spiders and he's dealing with the flies i wonder what he's gonna do with the spiders oh he started catching birds how doing. is he catching these putting his food out. he doesn't really eat well he eats some of the flies and then he's just like putting like crumbs on the windowsill and catching the birds and bringing them in i like that you're like he's just put food on the windowsill and caught a bird katie that's still fucking impossible <laughs> Renfield's weird. <laughs> He's got a very quick reflex. He does. He's very weird. It gets worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So now Catch he's got cats. Now he's got lots of birds. And now Renfield has turns to Doctor Sue and he's like, "Could I please possibly have a sweet little kitten?" No. And Doctor Sue is like, "No, no you fucking freak." He's like, I wouldn't. In, like, I'm not getting you a cat. And he's like, "Oh, I wouldn't ask for it. I really like, thought you were going to give me a cat. I'd much rather a cat. But I thought I'd have a better chance asking for a kitten." He's like, "No." give you anything mm. um, I'll give you anything but a slap mate it's like no I've seen what you're fucking doing I'm not gonna give you a fucking cat to kill the birds with put the window <laughs> I see the pattern I'm a doctor I'm, I'm a, do- a fucking idiot I'm also just not stupid yeah. it's a nursery rhyme <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dr. Stewart obviously is like no why don't you no. just release your birds and yeah. he's like I can't do that and he's like think you should maybe just release the birds mm. i'm not getting you a cat <laughs> um and he goes into full breakdown mode for a few days because he's like i can't handle the birds i need the next step of the puzzle and he's like oh. i'm not getting you a fucking cat though am i yeah. so you're gonna have to do something mate um but i love how we still got an option why the doctor doesn't go in there and open the fucking window yeah i think well it's that kind of thing sort of like you have to balance it of like Trying to get them to do it himself, maybe. Maybe like, I suppose if, I mean, there's I, I think mean, some considerable like, hardships being done to the birds, but yeah, and well, you know, it's Victorian times. They don't care about animals in the same way, do mm, they? I mean, don't care, care about, about people. He's like, yeah. what are you gonna do if I give you a fucking cat? Yeah, um, we can ask for next horse. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, it's a nursery rhyme that doesn't fucking work. Yeah, and you know what the next bit is? You're dead, of course. Of course. Um, you know what? I'll get you a horse. I get you a horse. <laughs> Um, but and now Renfield starts asking yeah so he's asking for the cat he says no um, but he doesn't release the birds but Renfield does come up with a solution to the number of birds he has can he eat them? Dr. Seward comes down one day to find no birds but lots of feathers and blood in <laughs> Renfield's mouth oh Renfield you fucking fucker you're disgusting Great. He was like, I eat flies. Obviously, this is what I was going to do. And obviously, this was the next step. And Dr. Mm. Sue was just like, your mind is weird. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are 
Fascinating. You are fascinating, but mm. my God. Um, so Renfield then starts to speak maniacally about his master, saying that he's lost all interested in the flies and spiders um, and whatnot now that his master is about ominous. Mm. Very ominous. Very ominous. Anyway, so Mina arrives in Budapest at the hospital where Jonathan is. Um, he's very weak and definitely looks like he's been ill. Um, Mina doesn't question him about what he's been through in case it sends him on a downward spiral because the nurses are like, he is not all right. You've got to mm-hmm. be gentle with him. Um, be tender, Mina. And the nurses also inform her that in his sleep, he's been raving about horrifying monsters and being held captive. Poor Jonathan! Mm. Um, Mina also finds his diary, but Jonathan begs her that because he's like... At this point, he's like, I don't even know if it was real. Like, he doesn't tell this to me. And mm. he's like, please don't read it because you'll, I can't go through it again and you'll have questions and I can't. Also, he's like, there's a bit about me fancying a lot of women in there. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, don't read it. Um, and she's like, and because, yeah, she, he's like, I can't, I can't mm. do it. And she's like, okay, we won't read it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. Um, and they get married with him still in his hospital bed. Okay, fair enough. And um, she, in her letter, because this is all in a letter to um, Lisa, she's mm. like, I feel very sombre sat behind my husband. Oh, like, he's weird. I mean, obviously it wasn't weird. the wedding you wanted. But, yeah. Sorry, is he on his deathbed? Why couldn't they just, you know, get him well and then come and get married? I don't know. Because then in like a week time he's okay and they come home. Do you know, so in um, oh, maybe Little Women, staying there. in Little Women, so Laurie could travel back on his own with Amy in time for... I don't know what it was in time for because they didn't make it back for um, Beth's death. Um, but they had to get married so they could travel together. Probably something like that then, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. If you want to come to England, we're going to have to be married. Weird fucking rules in this time. Yeah, I mean, that's probably it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like... A couple Are those of your feet? Are <laughs> those your feet? <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, they, they do get married. Mm. Um, so while things are looking up for me and Jonathan, things certainly aren't looking up for poor Lucy, who's getting paler and gaunter by the day. Mm. Eventually, her fiancé, Arthur, um, who's come to visit, and he's like, you are not okay. And she's like, I'm fine, fine. Fine, he's fine, like, fine. He's like, I haven't seen you in, like, a month, and you've lost, like, half your body weight. You're not okay. Mm. Like, I don't know, like, Seth Guinea. That's very toxic. Very toxic. And he's like, no. Mm. you're ill mm-hmm. and he's like have you seen a doctor and she's like no it would worry mother and he's like okay mm. i get that your mother's ill i thought it was gonna go okay we'll leave it there then. no he's like, <laughs> so he's like and she's like i don't want to see a doctor there's nothing wrong and he's like you look ming and mal- um so he's like so he goes to dr sue and he's like look i know this is a big ask because i know you had feelings for her and everything but can you please go and take a look at her because she's not okay mm-hmm. um and dr sue agrees and he is very professional about it all mm-hmm. um which is obviously good and I, it's bad that i kind of have to say that he doesn't like you know rape her. Yeah. yeah but you have to say it because of the fucking times in the yeah episode. yeah um i have uh, i feel i have to point out though um though that perhaps he's a little too professional. Because this is what he writes to Arthur after he sees her. Of course, you must bear in mind that I did not have full opportunity of of examination, such as I should wish. Our very friendship makes a little difficulty. And this is why you don't have your friends be your doctor. It's actually illegal. Which not even medical science or custom can bridge over. So you couldn't give her a full examination, as, um, as undoubtedly it would have involved seeing or having to touch private areas. Yeah. Um, and your bro code is more important than her literal life. Yeah, fuck you. That is re- the, the most ridiculous example of putting men's, like, egos above women's health. Oh, it gets weirder. We're not going to quite get to into this episode. But there are some... I mean, they are putting her health there, but it's just the... They're just weird about it. Yeah. Like, anyway, <clears throat> we'll come to that next week. But for the meantime, so 
it's just fucking weird. Anyway, um, as Dr. Seward, um, Seward, he basically says, like, I can't find anything wrong with her, but there's obviously something wrong with her. So he calls in his mate, who is an old professor from Amsterdam, who, like, specialises in, like, mm. weird diseases and stuff. Mm. So he's like, I've called him in to have a look at her, because... If I'm anyone, at a loss, mate. If anyone knows, it's going to be this guy. Yeah. So the professor from Amsterdam is called a professor... Van Helsing. <gasps> oh, I didn't know he was in Dracula. Oh, I know. Oh, that's fun. I know. I, I, I kind of wanted to look up. I was like, is, is he originally from this? But then I was worried about getting spoilers. Yeah. Because um, I didn't want to like... This isn't a spoiler, guys. I genuinely haven't looked this up. So I'm just... And I haven't finished the book either. So I genuinely don't know. Mm. But I didn't want to Google it and be like, oh, yes, when Van Helsing dies in chapter 26, he'd be like, what? What? Um, so that's not a spoiler. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't finished yet, and I didn't Google it. I just didn't want to have that happen. I'm just letting you know. I'm not just don't want. I want to keep it safe. Anyway, so Professor Professor Van Helsing is en route. I'll tell you now, guys. Professor Van Helsing is a fucking great guy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's just great. He's is just fit. Great. No, he's like fifties. Oh, he's got like. Oh yeah, he's he's like an old eccentric mad professor. That's oh, okay. his vibe. Okay. I mean. He's got Dumbledore-esque energy, I suppose. Okay, like, yeah, you feel yeah. safe. Yeah, okay, cool. But he's not, you don't fancy him. Oh, okay. You do feel like safe, like, father will protect me. <laughs> okay, okay, I can vibe That's with this. That's the vibe. I can vibe. Like, sweet granddad, but yeah. my God, he will throw a punch. I'm, I'm down with this. I'm or down. I'm down. Anyway, so we'll leave it there for this um, week, guys. Um, you, Yeah, we've got some Van Helsing to meet next week. And um, yeah, exciting. it's going to get exciting. exciting. And we've got a... Special shout out to do today. We do have a special shout out. We've got a new Patreon. Woo! Woo! Thank you very much. Yes, we've had Luke Spooner join Jane's tier, which is Jane's judge, jury, and jump in the sea. Thank you very much, Luke. Yeah. And uh, Luke is a very talented artist. Mm-hmm. You should go check him out on Instagram. His Instagram handle, all one word, is Carrion House Illustration. Carrion is C-A-R-R-I-O-N. Yeah, he does some awesome stuff over there. Uh, lots of different styles. And yeah, thank you, Luke, for your support. Thank you. Ain't you just a button. Yeah, uh, just a button. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. And everyone else, if you've liked what you've heard, check us out on socials. Follow us on Instagram. We're going through a fairly like... We're posting a bit at the moment, which is good for us. It's good for us. Yeah, proud, proud, proud. Yeah, yeah. And if you really like what you've heard, well, join Luke and everyone else over on Patreon. It's a riot over there. You get early episode release. You get a bit of extra content sometimes. And you know what? It's a nice little community. It's nice. And also, Luke's going to get a few bits sent out to him as well. Nice one. Nice one. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I said, you join the higher tiers and you get cool shit as well. Yeah, exactly. So, Luke, your bits are on your way to you. You've got a stamp, Katie. (laughs) I will say this, Luke. There are postal strikes going, so please don't be angry with us if it takes a while. It's out of our hands. It's out of our hands, literally. The second that goes in the post box, it's out of our hands. It's out of our hands, and that is down to the post. Yeah. But anyway, thanks, thanks guys. Thank you very much. And we'll, well, we won't see you, because that would be a little bit stalkery and weird. you will hear us. You will hear us next week. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.